Hello everyone. If you've been around here for a minute, you know that the I hate green bean safe word is pineapple. I screamed it at my television when I wasn't rolling my eyes at Rachel's incessant crying. Why was I screaming that so much? Because there were no less than 539 close-ups and tight-angled shots of kissing and tongues and lips and one very unfortunate smell my armpit moment. Some guy in Austin and I try to sift through the nonsense to answer the questions you all are really asking. For example, should we start calling Jesse by the name Le Palmer? How is Tyler old enough to buy a house but not old enough to rent a car? Here's a fun game. Count how many times some guy in Austin says the name of the cruise ship incorrectly. And it's true that Bachelor Nation should be mortified that Hayden left his cancer-stricken dog Rambo to come on the show, but should we be equally as appalled by those who leave their children? By the way, I know Rambo's fate, and I share it with some guy in Austin midway through the show. This is what we call a teaser in the biz, people. Teaser. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 272 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We're here to talk about The Bachelorette and all the crazy things that happened. And what's exciting about this episode is that we're not going to talk about any of the dates. Just We're just not going to because they were all dumb or uneventful or thousands of other things trumped what was happening in the dates. How do you feel about that? Would you like to move forward with that plan? Yes. It's funny you say that because um, I, I, I have a secret sense of relief that's not so secret anymore because, <laughs> frankly, I don't remember what happened. I do remember Gabby and Rachel like mysteriously wearing active wear for some reason. And Rachel, one of the Gabby Rachels, I still don't know. Their, I honestly still can't tell who's who, but... The, um, the 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 taller one had on. Um, she looked like a bumblebee. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, but, it was a choice. Yes. And then they had what we affectionately in college used to call the stealth sweater. Do you know what that is? <laughs> it's where a woman with um, maybe a larger um, uh, rear end uh-huh. uh, wears wears a sweater strategically over the rear end to cover oh. it up. Oh, that's the stealth sweater. The stealth sweater. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I know we were it's like you're terrible in college, you know. You're just a pig, and you're off, you know. So anyway, I don't own that term now, but that's what yes. that was. And then uh, uh, I do remember them sort of gallivanting around Paris, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. places. Um, and the only other thing I will tell you I remember about it date is the um, the beret thing was weird. Okay. Yeah. See, all very good things. Now, we to be to be quite clear, we are going to go through the dates, but we're not going to talk about what they did on the dates. We're going to talk about adjacent things that happened. Sure. Okay, we need to tell the listeners that the meatball is in Paris with them. Yes. He 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 wiggled his way in somehow. We didn't see how, 
but he's there. Some of the guys are rolling their eyes about it, but hey, what are you going to do? And like you said, they're in France and rejection is the worst, especially on national television. And Jesse Palmer speaks fluent French. Who knew? Um, I think I knew because one time when he first got the gig, I looked him up. I think he actually grew up in France or something. He's he's Canadian. Oh, same thing. Yes. Um, But yeah, so he he grew up either in a French-speaking part of Canada or in France itself or both. And um, he's a French speaker. But that was kind of cool. Yes. I will say it bumped him up in cool points for me a little bit because he didn't just come out with some sort of line. He he had a little dialogue and all the guys are staring at him and he says, doesn't anyone speak French? And no one does. So would you, had you been there, would you have start, would you have spoken Spanish back to him? Um, Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) I know, I know um, two words in French. Okay. Uh, Are they bad words? Buffet, which means um, all you can eat in French. And uh, menage a trois, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which also means les poissons, les poissons. We see clever, I hack them in two. I pull out what's inside and I serve it up. I've got a love little fishes, don't you? bleeping that out but still that was so bad sorry to drag your podcast down (laughs) into the the muck Um, oh i do i'm shifting gears from my my filth um (laughs) there was one moment where i thought was incredibly telling uh and funny okay Uh, do you remember the gabby rachel's meeting at their little quaint cafe where they're waiting on um tino and who's the other guy jason Jason to arrive, quote unquote, early, like mm. they weren't on the same flight as anybody else. Please. Um, so they're waiting for them to arrive early and they're having their little, you know, kind of breakdown of mm-hmm. what their expectations are in Paris. And um, Rachel is just, is, is Rachel's a pilot, right? Yes. I, I honestly cannot, like, for some reason, I can't get their faces in my head. So, so the Rachel Gabby that flies planes. Um, She's talking to the other Rachel Gabby who wore the active wear that looked like a bee. And she says, oh, this week, you know, it's just been really, I'm looking forward to it. It's so good to get out and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And all these, all these like standard things we hear. And then she sort of looks into the table longingly and sort of, you know, thousand yard stare. And she says, that was my lowest moment. Hopefully. <laughs> and I thought, wow. That, that was oh. like, yeah. <laughs> That was left in there for a reason. <laughs> the guys are all, well, everyone, I guess, including the cast and crew, are staying on a huge cruise ship. And it feels weird to have this ginormous boat and so few people on it and no workers on it. So, Virgin boat, um, I, I mean, ironically. <laughs> um, it's it's but- called the Valiant Lady. Is what it's really? That's what Jesse told us. Oh, okay. So, uh, but I, I did hear, I guess, and maybe I might've been imagining things, but it's like, it's like the, the launch of the ship and they're oh. trying out for the first time or something. 
I can't imagine the only thing worse than being on a cruise ship packed with a bunch of Jimmy Buffett fans <laughs> is being on a cruise ship with 30 guys I can't stand. <laughs> I know. Tomato, tomato, you take yeah. your pick. Yeah. But as you said, luckily, Tino and Jason were able to get to France before the rest of the Yahoos, and they got this little special one-on-one dates with Rachel and Gabby. And all you need to know about this date is that Tino and Rachel just made out the entire time. It was supposed to be super romantic because it was lightly raining in Paris, France. And at one point, they ditched the umbrella and make out on this old bridge. And then Gabby and Jason, he's a man of few words, Until you get to dinner that night and Gabby learns that he also is in therapy and she is in therapy and therapy is great. And so they bond over the fact that therapy is great. And also Tino thinks that Rachel being a pilot is really cool and he's willing to be a stay at home dad if she needs to fly off. And then he just casually says, oh, I should ask you do you want children? And I thought, well played, Tino. Yeah. Well played. Well, you know, the, the greatest part. Um, so I was sitting on the couch and this is some guy watching that. And she was like, uh, not, not Mrs. Some guy, but the, the pilot Gabby Rachel says, um, you know, that's really funny. You say that Tino, now that our mouths are separate for 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, because, you know, I just always start out this way where everyone loves my job. They think it's so cool that I'm a pilot and they think that's really novel. And then they really get into it and, you know, see, I'm going to be gone all the time and it becomes a problem. And, and I looked at Mrs. Some Guy. I'm like, wait a minute. You've got a full time girlfriend who's super into you and all you do is like make out when you're together. And then she just packs up and leaves for a week at a time. That sounds like a wonderful relationship. That was a pretty sweet gig on Yeah, it would be a gig until you had kids, obviously. But look, you can kick that can down the road. (laughs) She's only 26. Exactly. So you just, you know, you got a good six or seven years before the the biology clock starts ticking loud enough (laughs) where you can't hear yourself talk. Uh, so yeah, that sounds like a good gig. And then when uh, the other Gabby Rachel's talking to Jason, my favorite line, and, and bless her heart, to use an East Texas saying, mm. um, she looks at him with this kind of longy look, and she goes, "Have you ever heard of like inner child work?" <laughs> but, okay, well, but he said yes. Yeah, well. I just- <laughs> They are MFEO for each other. Like inner grammar work or something. (laughs) Well, both guys get roses. So they're in. And they are. Well, for both of them, by the way. Yes, they are definitely front runners, if not number one in both positions. And then we move to Gabby's date. I repeat, Gabby's date. This was a group date for the rest of the guys in Gabby. And as you mentioned, Gabby had on the Bumblebee athletic athletic wear and really cute braids for Gabby's date. Then for some reason, reason, Rachel shows up in her less inspiring active wear and her boring hair. But she's there to cheer on Gabby's guys because, of course, they're going to make them French box each other. And that somehow proves that they are fighting to win Rachel's love. I meant Gabby's love. We don't know what's happening. Why? Because 
The producers understand TV gold when they see it, my friend. And Rachel, who is sitting by Gabby during each of these little rounds of boxing meets with Gabby's guys, decides to melt down because none of her boys, who were invited to watch as well, on the opposite side of the boxing ring, none of them made eye contact with her. Are you kidding me? What? This is the thing now, since our, um, our, uh, the oldest Bachelorette in Bachelorette's history, to quote one of my favorite former contestants, um, Claire, mm. she started this. Remember she did. when she came in and just had a hissy fit with all the guys about no one wants to spend time with me and you're not paying me, 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 me. Um, so that's been a thing like the last couple seasons, but I have to admit um, and, and maybe it's an edit or something, or the guys were told, Hey, ignore the hell out of her. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the second time that's happened. And clearly her issue, uh, uh you know, the other one's issue is the mother, right? The family, mm-hmm. but this Gabby Rachel's issue is not being wanted when no one says you look pretty today or how are you? Or they go and stick their tongue down her throat. She feels, um, uh, isolated. Right. The confusing part about it to me was it was Gabby's date. Yep. They're in the ring and these boys are fighting and Rachel's guys are on the opposite side and they're watching the boxing match, which is what they're supposed to be doing. And they're heckling and they're cheering the guys on and they're making fun of them and whatnot. But we, we didn't even... We didn't even get to see hardly any of that date because it turns into Rachel calling her guys together and telling them how awful they are that no one came to talk to her and no one even made eye contact with her. And I, I, now let's just put all that aside and say, if someone was smart, they might've walked over to her and said, Hey, Rachel just wanted to say hi or winked at her or something. But again, where where this this same thing keeps coming up over and over again no one knows the rules so yeah. like you say they're they're traipsed in and sit down and they're thinking okay this is what we're doing we're watching boxing mm-hmm. no one understands but there are no rules so they should be doing whatever but 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 here's the thing she proceeds to literally melt down in front of cam- in front of the camera on this, weeping tears. Do you think I was talking with our friends over at last night's game who do our bachelor bracket? Do you think it's a bad edit, or do you think that she is tired, jet lagged, or do you think this is just how emotional Rachel gets and it's very very real? So this is what I always used to say back when I was. I had time to write the blog was it's the, the blog was never really about the bachelor for me. It was more about sort of this psychology experiment we're all watching in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. Like we, we've talked about this. Every aspect of your personality is magnified in yep. that situation. And clearly her biggest issue is being insecure. And look, I don't travel internationally. You could probably speak to that better, but I've certainly been up for 24 hours at a time and find myself a little irritable and irrational Mm -hmm. and I'm a man. So, um, yeah, you are. Well, I mean, depending on who you ask, I guess (laughs) most Uh, of the time. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that's it. You know, these guys are probably pulling what 18 hour days with Mm. the filming and the dressing and the makeup and all that. 
So yeah, I mean, here's my, here's my other question to you. Do you think Gabby watching this back is irritated that her entire date was trumped by Rachel's meltdown? Of course. That that's what they chose to, to air. Yeah. The other thing that got me too is watching that date. And I thought, well, we're supposed to be separately falling in love now. Yep. Yep. But number two, it's not like there's nothing to do in Paris. (laughs) I'm sure they could get a table for 10 somewhere. Easy. Um, Hey, the big old boat has stuff to do on it too. The the rolling virgin or whatever. (laughs) The valiant lady. (laughs) The rolling virgin. I'm just picturing like Richard Branson crashing a bottle of shampoo. I christened me the Rolling Virgin in a single shot. Here's the other thing. So Spencer, who has maybe a collective two minutes of airtime, he somehow wins, which don't ask me what he did to win because I don't know what the, the goal was. But he wins some special alone time with Gabby. And that's great. But even during this time is when they're cutting over to Gabby, pulling her, I meant to Rachel, pulling her guys together and saying, hey, as you can tell, I'm very upset. And none of you, and all they're doing is staring at her. No one even says anything because they're shocked. Well, if I was on that date and she came in and melted down like that and berated everybody, that would be a huge turnoff. Turnoff, I agree. I couldn't get around it. I would have to be like, look. Uh, that's not going to work in our one-on-one relationship because if I'm ever watching TV with a bag of chips and you come in and do that, I'm probably going to take my chips and leave uh, forever. Um, <laughs> the other thing I was going to um, tell you is, uh, were you disappointed that nobody was concussed or there was no, uh, like, no, well, uh, they, they very well might have been and we yeah. just didn't see it. Who was the guy that was a really smart guy that was really sweet and we thought he might be gay that was a few seasons. Remember yep. he got, what was that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, what was his name? He wore a, 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 sorry with an A. Yeah. 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 Ames. Ames, Ames yeah, with yeah. red pants. And, yeah. He had red pants. And then he took a shot in one of those boxing matches. <laughs> that Rang his bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reverberated throughout bachelor nation, <laughs> but you know, we've always talked about this. The, in any injury on a date, unless your tiara and your sparkle is mysteriously stolen mm. injury on a date, automatic rose for the next round. Oh, exactly. That nobody took a dive. Obviously they're not watching the film. From right. Past, you know, no one is. But and I also was, if you're, if you're the tattletale, if you give important information, you also true. get a rose to the next right. one. What would, what would really be good. And it might be worth two roses for two episodes would be taking a shot to the face. And then as she's tending to you on the stretcher, you say something like Tino told me he doesn't like your boobs. <laughs> Um, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, so I was disappointed because I was really looking forward to, you know, like the old school European ambulance with the, that weird siren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting your bell rung, I yeah. forgot that Tino and Rachel had dinner in a very old church. The for a second I thought, is this Notre Dame? Notre Dame? And yeah. is this, oh, this feels like, but, but then I thought, what if Quasimodo is the special guest? <laughs> that would be great. 
That would that actually would be good. Just some guy, just Jesse Palmer with like a hump on his back comes. And then he sings the bells of Notre Dame. That would have been awesome, but it didn't happen. What's going to happen on Rachel's group date is the big question. Um, Mm -hmm. Is she going to be nice? Is she going to be mean? Is she going to be cold? Will Gabby be there on her date? The answer is no. Gabby is doing what you suggested Rachel did, and she's probably gallivanting around Paris or on the boat doing something. But beret, that's right. (laughs) Figuring out which beret she's going to buy. Here's the thing. Ugh. They walk into a room and two people are just making out hardcore and then they what pretend, oh, we didn't know you were there. Middle-aged, uh, unattractive French people. And they are teaching them the art of romance yeah, because Paris so is the city of romance. So you dumb. know, So dumb. Here's what they had to do. Uh, they had to flirt. So they had to try to flirt with Rachel. They had to French kiss, I'm, a, I'm assuming, their own hand. Um, they had to write a love letter and then they also had to remove their shirt while Rachel was blindfolded and stick their armpit in her nose so she could see if she was attracted to their pheromones. Okay, Okay. let's break this down. I just have lots of questions for you. Lots of questions. (laughs) How to flirt. One guy puts her in a chokehold. That's not appropriate. A lot of people dance. Eh. What would you have done in that moment if you have two professional romance people telling you to flirt with the bachelorette and you're in a row of nine guys, what would you do in that moment? You have to participate. What would you do? Do I have to do a thing or can I say something? Yeah. Well, according to the lady, the art of flirting is romance without words, but I'll allow you to say something. No. So I, I I think, I think what you do is you invade personal space in a very, like, like you. you In a respectful way. I get it. I get it. And then then, uh, um, touching is the, the, the magic language, magic silent language of love. So um, for instance, if you're sitting at a bar and and a woman really likes you, she will giggle and touch your hand. So touch Mm. Or a shoulder, maybe. Right, right. So that's like what an, I would, <laughs> And touch the shoulder, got it. I would probably look her in the eyes and compliment her in some way. Like, I really love your active wear. You don't look like um, an insect. And then I would put my hand on her bare shoulder and squeeze gently. Mm, okay. Like, Does that outfit wrinkle? <laughs> um, no, why? Well, I just didn't want it to get wrinkled on my floor later. Oh my God. You have to be aware. What time do you have to be at work tomorrow? Nine. Why? I'm just trying to figure out what time I should nudge you. Yeah. That's called a presumptive close. <laughs> okay. You wouldn't um, crawl around on the floor towards her like a sex panther as Ethan did. I just look. Parents are watching at that point. All your buddies are assembled in a bar somewhere. Months so true. <laughs> so true. Months later, your buddies are like, "You got kicked off the bachelor," and then you got to watch that in some sports bar somewhere. <laughs> what yeah. about the French kissing your own hand? No, that would that almost made me throw up. First of all, that. Why was- wouldn't they just practice on her? I mean, the, the, you don't even need to practice. I mean, she's perfectly willing to, anyway. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I know you would kill the love letter. You've done that before. That's you wrote Miss Some Guy a very sweet love letter that you put on your blog one time. I know you could do that. It's yeah. the, the 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 pheromone thing is what I'm just. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't understand why they insist on doing it. They did it Ben Higgins season. Do you remember how that backfired so bad? Well, he was, he was, uh, if I remember, Ben was just grossed out by the He was so distraught by the thing. And he didn't, he didn't want to hurt any feelings. But these girls had to, what, run a treadmill or something? And then, like, it was sweat that he was smelling. Not just, I took my shirt off, what do my armpits not? And he described one girl's scent as sour. Yeah, I remember. And she left the show. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, come on. What do you think your armpit smells like if Rachel was blindfolded and she had to nuzzle up in there in that in that quaff of armpit hair? (laughs) (laughs) It smells like uh, it smells like uh, musk and masculinity. Okay. You know what I thought you were gonna say? Money. <laughs> it smells like the loss of my dignity in that situation. Whatever that smells like. <laughs> well, during the love letter portion, Tyler cries. And we later learn why Tyler is crying is because I'm pretty sure he's still in love with his um, broken engagement, the girl who broke off their engagement. Um, He also said, so he, he wins, he gets the rose. And so he gets his alone time in a hot tub with Rachel that was actually turned on. Did you notice? It's actually bubbling and steam. It's great. We have have, French have some kind of different. um, (laughs) Their sounds are different. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a silent hot tub. That's interesting. You know, that would be a good. Write that down. That's my. I'm on it. On it. Think idea. Trademark. Um, He says wanted to tell somebody you love them in a hot tub, and they just couldn't hear you. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm working on my Shark Tank pitch. That's perfect. The silent, um, the silent hot tub motor is going to be right. Like... <laughs> I think it's interesting that um, Tyler told her that he was he was engaged and broke it off, and he had even bought a house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny when they these guys all. They, when they kind of you get to peek behind the curtain, they've actually done some adult things. Well, I was just about to say, what kind of flex was that? Like, I even yeah. bought her a house. Yeah. So then everybody oh, watching, yeah. I think it was Martha who asked, how old is Tyler? And so yeah. I scooch on over to the Google Docs that I link in the show notes that has everybody's bios and how old they are and their Instagram links. And I scooch over there. You Do you know how old he is? You want to guess? Tyler? I don't yeah. know. 29. He's 25. Good for him. <laughs> and yeah. I thought, look at old Tyler buying a house when he can't even rent a car. Yeah. That's well, so sweet. <laughs> well, you know, that my parents were 22 and 20 when they bought their first house. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of 20-year-old Lindsay. Mm. Yeah. Today, by the way, today is my mom's birthday. So happy Aww, birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Just listen. Just listen. I get, my mom is a night owl and she, she literally stays up till one, two in the morning and feels free to text me during that time. <laughs> and so I will get a text, for instance, that'll say, what is the meatball doing at like, you know, 1245 and like, it doesn't watch until Thursday or Friday. So it's like, 
I'm what? Yeah, I'm like so far beyond the show. Like I've forgotten about all of this stuff. And I love how she's adopted Vami Ball. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then she'll listen to the podcast like a week and a half later, like when when she's cleaning the house or something. And I'll get texts like really funny, and I'm like, "What, what are you? What are you talking about?" Oh, I'm listening to your podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to know that in the middle of my day. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, I do want to get your take and maybe you can explain to the audience, the listening audience, Hayden's deal. He's a that's his deal. That is his deal. I called him a moron. You call him an idiot. We all know he's a church. He let everyone know why Hayden is an idiot because you on on the on the outside on the surface Hayden looks like all-american nice dude it's fine but then we learn things and so we are at the rose ceremony Rachel and Gabby are so excited to be together giddy 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 so they get to go off on different parts of the ship and this is Rachel's alone time with Hayden my favorite part was when he sort of you know, he's explaining the dog thing. And first of all, let me just back up to why he's really a chotch. First of all, who leaves their cancer-stricken dog for a month? And not only that, takes its favorite toy and then cuts it up and carries pieces of it around with him. What in the hell? I mean, that right there should have got him sent home. That's what Stephanie said. Yeah. She said, oh my gosh, you took his emotional support duck with yeah. you. What in this world? He needs it now more than ever. Yeah. His skull has caved in for some reason and he's dying. Yeah. Let yeah. him have his lovey. Let him have his duck or whatever. <laughs> so that's number one. Number one. Amen. Number two is my favorite part was when um, they cut to the meatball and he's not even part of the conversation, but right. he is going on and on and on about how his girlfriends, ex-girlfriends are hotter than Rachel. Yep. And Abby, how something about Rachel's boobs and something, his yep. boobs. And then he uses the B word multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. To refer to both Rachel and Gabby. Now, first of all, I, I think it's not a secret that there's cameras everywhere. Yes. <laughs> We've been doing this a third of my life. We have cameras everywhere. Jack wagon. God. Sit down. You should look down and see if there's a camera up your rear end. I mean, that's how. (laughs) Yeah. Assume there is one up your rear end. Just assume it. Exactly. They Mm -hmm. they record everything. And my favorite part is when Hayden's on the couch. First of all, he's got that kind of Edward Norton vibe to me. Okay. Remember Edward Norton in that movie? What was his first movie? A Primal Fear, when he's got the dual personality and Richard Gere doesn't know. Okay. Um, anyway, so he's got kind of that psycho Edward Norton vibe to me. But he's ranting about, oh, my girlfriend's boobs. And these these he's using the B word over and over. And the meatball, not even part of the conversation, just buries his hands in his face and is like, oh, man. Yeah. Just, like, he, he just knows. knows. <laughs> you know, that, knows. That, mm-hmm. that, he's that, just that, thrown that, himself under the bus, this guy. Yeah. It occurred in California and the meatball seems to be conscious that that material will be used much later because in France, the meatball's the guy that's like, Hey, uh, 
Hayden is not here for the right reasons and he's right. using appropriate language and he's the tattletale. Right. Which is, you know, maybe the reason why the meatball got a ticket to France. So the meatball could go tell Rachel, Hey, I don't think he's here for the right reasons. And let me give you the 17 reasons why. What, what was so interesting is that he's, He's, it's a lookbook of his dog Rambo and he's taking her through it and saying how much he loves Rambo and how great Rambo is. And he's got cancer and he's going to die any minute. And here's his duck that he loves. And, but this should prove that my intentions are pure and I'm here for you. And Rachel buys it. Then immediately Meatball says, "Mm, I don't think so. Here's some, no, he's, he said this and he said this and he said this. And you just want to go roll the tape, roll yeah. the tape. Cause she goes back to Hayden. And my favorite part is she says, uh, I guess, you know, I want to speak to you. And he goes, is it because of Rambo? And she went, the dog. Yeah, that was super <sighs> And yes. so she, yes. he, he still doesn't know what he did because she never explained it to him. Yeah. She just said, I think it's time for you to leave. And he yeah. says, okay. And I wanted him to walk a plank, but that's not a thing. He did deny it though. Like she. she oh yeah. He denied it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you say her. anything about me? Did you compare me to your girlfriend? Did you call me a bee? Did you say Rachel or Gabby was this? And I got to tell you, this is going to sound really sexist, but Rachel's got a nice pair of cans. You know, she's, okay. she's not unattractive. She's curvy <laughs> in the right places and she's, she should be confident in the way she looks. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, like in a, in a real a way. Real way. Yeah, I get it. We're all attractive, but I think she's an attractive woman. And, and, uh, you know, clearly she's got an insecurity problem and they're exploiting that obviously. But, um, yeah, you know, do you think honestly at this point, these guys, these guys being the showrunners and the producers are so adept at, I think just honing in on the chotch, right? They, they yes. know this guy before. Remember the guy that took all the notes and they broke in his room? And yes. <laughs> like they know that up front. Absolutely. So, you know, I yeah. See- and I mean, they're going through the footage because you know, that was a stationary cam- camera. Oh, yeah. That wasn't somebody that was picked up. And so later when they get the footage or meatball said, Hey, I had a really interesting conversation with Hayden over there by the pool. They go and filter through that. And and it's, it's part of it. You just, he's such a moron. Like you said, you have to assume that you are being filmed at every single That's point. Like, it's like robbing a bank with no mm-hmm. man. Right. It's like, you know, th- th- I guess you have a small chance of getting away with it, but not really. <laughs> not really. And here's Hayden outside the boat now he she she walked him out which is essentially he has to go down that really long ramp thing to get right. down to the ground and yeah, it shows him crying yeah, and he crazy. says you know i would choose rambo every day i'm i'm just ready to get back to rambo well that doesn't make sense because you didn't choose rambo every day you're here in france and so you've at least been on this show for a couple of weeks by now right yeah i, I love how we're all uh, you know, Bachelor Nation uh, is so up in arms about him leaving his sick dog when contestant after contestant can leave their children. Their kid. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nate left his daughter. She's the most important thing to him in the world. Yeah. Um, hey, true or false? I know the answer to this question. Rambo is alive. Um, I, well, the prognosis didn't sound very good. And frankly, I haven't done the research. So I'm going to say No. He is. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. I purposely went to Hayden's Instagram page 
because he was such a chotch, I thought, is he going to admit his chotchiness on his Instagram feed? And all he did was this long note thanking everyone for checking in on Rambo. And he's still alive, thank goodness. And he's going to do an update. He's going to try to do a daily update for Rambo. And and you know what's even more? Where's the guy from? Do we have any idea? Um, I can look. One second. He is from Tampa, Florida. That's right. Okay. So pick any sports bar in Tampa, Florida. And it's going to be a sign in the door. It's like, you know, from five to seven. Star of Rambo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and his loyal dog, Rambo. And he's going to be sitting there with a stupid dog at a, a bar table. With a well, table and a beer. That's exactly right. Because he deserves that beer. He's about to die any second. Give him beer. Uh, along with Hayden, the other guy who leaves us is Jordan on Mm -hmm. Rachel's team. We don't really care about him. Nobody knows him. And then on Gabby's team, um, it was Quincy and Kirk. Now I think that my bass, my bracket was officially busted because I had Jordan Quincy and Hayden all going through. Um, Quincy was a non-event though. Like he, he remember he's the guy that said he hadn't had sex in six months or something. And um, so hopefully he'll break that streak (laughs) now that he's back wherever he belongs. One thing I do want to talk about, I want to get your take, which, you know, we are, we are now um, trying to create drama here is that in, during this rose ceremony, you know, her girls, her guys against her guys, Logan, Yes. Who had a, who yeah. had a, an aside fireside chat moment with Harrison? Oh, gosh, Freudian slip with, with Palmer. He said, "You know what? I just don't think that I have feelings for yeah. Rachel. I want to be in Team Gabby." And he went on his sniffing the armpit date just to see. I'm going to try it out. And he sure. goes, "But I really think I want to be with Gabby." So he was going to try to make that happen. During the cocktail party, which was canceled because yeah, Hayden is was, such a chotch. Uh, he was so grossed out at that armpit smelling thing. I think he, he was. was. But uh, but but Rachel offers him a rose, and Logan accepts it. Yes. Was that so, a dumb move or was that a smart move? Well, strategically, he actually clarified the move. Like, I really, in order for me to have any chance with the person I'm really interested in, I have to accept the rose. That yes. makes perfect sense. Now, Agreed. in Bachelor World, that's going to be revealed at some point. And my guess is he's going to get Gabby Rachel, like that one guy that, um, you know, they, they double teamed and kicked out the guy mm-hmm. that was talking about the fantasy suites. Yes. That's going to happen to this guy, I think. So is. you think he's going to go to Gabby and say, Hey, I want to be on your team. And, and she's going to say, like, well, uh-uh. yeah, I was, I was between you and some other nameless chotch that went home. Why didn't I give a rose to somebody that could have potentially been here for me? And he's going to be like, well, I don't know. I just, you know, I knew I had to stick around and it's going to look bad. Then she's going to go crying to the other Gabby, Rachel. They're going to confront him. Uh, over a glass of Chardonnay, and uh, he's done. Um, can I make a point of parliamentary procedure now that we know that Palmer speaks French? Si, oui. Uh, I, I think I think we should refer to him as Le Palmer as long as we're <laughs> <in> French. Okay. 
Le Palmer. Yeah, as long as they're in France, I think that that's fair. We. Oui. <laughs> yeah. Do you own a beret? I used to. Why? <laughs> it was um, it was a costume. Or oh, dance, sure. a dance outfit. Yeah. I don't think berets are hard. Berets are hard to look good on people. And and 80% of the time, the person's wearing them incorrectly. And yeah. so they just look like they have a pancake on their head. Well, you either look like Monica Lewinsky um, or you look like you're in a French Foreign Legion. And neither one of those is a look that I'm shooting for. You're not so going would, for those? Okay. I would never own a beret. Um, you know, I was super upset this week. Huh? I was really now look, you think cruise ship, you think, you know, uh, 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 virginal thing of the seas or whatever the name is. Valiant lady. Yes. Valiant lady of the virginal <laughs> seas or whatever you think lounge act. Yes. Maybe it's coming. Energy. Maybe it's coming. Right. You think onboard entertainment. You think somebody has to have a gig to rehearse for when they open up the, the, the Sea Virgin or whatever it is. And I was I want a musical guest every week. Amen. Yeah. Yes. So, so I hope La Palmer is <laughs> working on that. Yeah. <laughs> what French musical guest would you like? <laughs> Celine Dion. There you go. The one and only. (laughs) Hey, thank y'all for listening. Thanks to some guy in Austin for bringing the hilarity. And a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official bachelorette bracket. Man, did I fall far. But a big shout out to Kara Gray and Kendall Appel who are in first and second place. Go girls. Lots of people in third place. Big tie there. I'm number 10, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. If you'd like to read a recap of the Gabby Rachel season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Content, that is. Make sure to check out the handy cash sheet I've left for you that I talked about in the show notes too. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe. Have courage and be kind out there. And toward together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Wine with diamonds in the glass by the case, the meaning of expensive taste. You wanna enjoy, enjoy, yeah, yeah. Come on, mocha chocolate. What? Yo, lady, my mojo.